Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Dude, Wiz, what a crazy game. This one was, we had the Roosters absolutely smashing the Titans to then, then pretty much amass the biggest comeback in history uh, to only get pipped at the post by you know, some brilliance from a, a few of the Roosters players, especially uh, Joey Manu there. So, and, a, and a nice field goal for Sammy Walker to finish it off, so showing his chops and funny to look at his, uh, his actual score of 28 with a try, field goal, two try assists, still gets 28, so... Yeah, plenty to learn for the young fellow, especially on the defensive side of the ball, being so small. But here we are. How many people are going to be picking up Matt Ikevalu this week? That's going to be the question. Who's going to do it? Yes, but he is actually a really good player. Um, that finish he did when he pretty much dropped the ball and, and still got over the line was, was pretty special. And he's always been such a serviceable backup for, for Brady Morris. And you imagine he, he'd hold that spot uh, you know, going into next year as well. So... Yeah, he's been great. He'll be up around uh, 600k plus, but you know, a winger at 600k, you probably don't want to touch at this point. And Fogs, how many people got rid of him this week? Put your hand up. Let me know in the comments if you got rid of him. This is uh, what happens with these kind of halves. You saw it with DCE in the game, you know, the game the night before. Just you know, if they get if they get involved in everything, they run the ball a lot, they're kicking the ball a lot, uh, kicking goals and everything like that. They're going to do plenty. And that that little cheeky one with the six again, like. He ran for 10 metres before anyone even decided to move, and then they just let him through. So thanks, guys. Appreciate that. Um, it was actually at a pretty slow start. I think it was about six points in 25 minutes, too. So if you got Fogs, he's at the 52 average now, and, and we'll start making some cash again, which is great. So hopefully he can remain keeper-level status. But interesting to see that, that a lot more of their kicks, especially earlier on in the game, went to Ash Taylor. And he had one good moment in the game, but other than that, I don't think he played very well. So... Yeah, interesting, interesting to see how they play that one from here. Absolute monument, monumental effort from Hargraves, who played 80 minutes in, in, in the middle with 42 tackles and 220 uh, run metres. So a special effort for him. I wouldn't expect this to happen regularly, but yeah. You know, you know when we talked about in previous years with um, Taukeaho playing sort of bigger minutes uh, like that, so sort of playing 70 to 80 minutes in random games, and then they go back to like a 50 minutes, I imagine that's going to happen with him. Uh, Jared Wallace with 63 and 40 minutes. His PBM is just incredible, isn't it? When he, he gets you know minutes around this all the time, and 
and has a, a bunch of scores way over the 40 mark. So, yeah, with no try this time, six tackle breaks and five offloads was awesome for Wallace, but I wouldn't pick him up or, you know, really any Titans players for that matter for that matter at this stage of the season. Uh, Crichton, again, one of those players that people are like, yeah, he's suspended for a couple of weeks, get rid of him. He's still got 61 and just 11 missed tackles and three penalties was pretty crazy. I actually, I don't know what you guys think. I thought he was a bit lazy in defense. He was running out of the line a bit, throwing an arm out. He'd also just, like, you know, people would be slightly running next to him and he'd just kind of, like, just throw the hands out. He wasn't going hard into tackles, I don't think. So I don't know what the theory was there or, you know, what was going on. But to get a try, nine tackle breaks, 29 tackles, 178 meters is pretty solid. So hopefully he can get rid of those missed tackles out of his game and, and we'll be fine from there. And he'll, he'll continue to be a, a strong keeper level player in the mid and the edge. Tino with a nice, uh, nice little try there to go along with uh, some nice stats, you know, six tackle breaks, 21 tackles, 145 metres for 61 in his 47 minutes, backing up from Origin. So well done to him. Um, you can see that with Fafita as well. Picked up 35 minutes for off the bench and, and got 55. So that's just incredible, isn't it? With 12 tackle breaks, you know, no one, you know, everyone's finding it very difficult to stop him. He does not get involved in defence at all. Eight, eight tackles in his 35 minutes. He's a special for that, isn't he? He plays the full 80 and gets like 20 tackles or 15 tackles on an edge. It's crazy. Uh, Lockie Lamb, a decent score after a bunch of low ones, so I still wouldn't be looking at picking him up at this stage. Joey Minor, can you please continue to play fullback or six or whatever? Wherever you can get your hands on the ball more, please do it, because he's, you know, he's, he's an electric player, and he, you know, nice try assist, good, good little left-to-right pass to <clears throat> to Cavallo there, and then and then a try himself with a nice left step, uh, left foot step. So, yeah, keep keep him back at fullback, please, would be ideal. So he's obviously going to play fullback when Teddy will play Origin 17, so that's something to think about. Um, he's definitely a keeper level player. If he continues to move around, I think his scoring is much better at fullback or six. So uh, awesome for myself that owns Manu and anyone else that's jumped on that one in the last bunch of weeks or at the start of the year. Proctor with a try. Kelly, so a much better score for him. He just hasn't been scoring well enough. So hope, hopefully for those that have him, they did hold on steady this week because he did get a nice 52. So there's that there. Peachy off the bench is, you know, just comes on and plays the rest of the game, which is completely fine. You take 54 minutes from anyone in the middle, who's a center. So yeah, 580k, he's going to do well the rest of the season and average somewhere in that mid 40s, which will be strong. Uh, you know, a, a great keeper level score for anyone in that position. Greg Barnsley, I think, you know, in terms of attacking prowess and, you know, tackle busting, exactly what everyone thought he'd be, you know, coming in off the, uh, you know, from, from the reserve grade into the into the first grade squad and, and that's that's transitioned nicely. It'll just be what they think of him defensively and obviously they, they did put a lot of points on him, but I think he's been pretty solid and I can see him keeping that spot and, and making some cash now. It's two forty sixes in a row. He's going to be up at 300 after this week. So is that worth it now? You know, probably not. If you brought him in this week, I think it was a good one. Well done to the guys that did that for sure. Adam Kieran had a pretty nice game out of dummy half too. It'd be interesting to see if he holds that spot, but you'd imagine Verrills will end up getting back into that uh, with Marshkey going, you know, get, getting 10 in the bin and whatever else. I think, you know, Kieran starting and, and playing the majority of the game there was was great with with his goal kicking uh, abilities especially. I think um, I think he has to play. Like you can see when you know Walker got that chance to to tie it up. Obviously it was from the from the uh, sideline, but but Kieran's a good chance of slotting that. So I think he you know it's better with him on the park and he, he kicked well out of dummy half for sure. Um, Jaden Campbell in there with thirty five in his eighty minutes, so a pretty solid outing. I think you know like the week before did pretty well and. You can't really complain for his first two games in the NRL, especially against a good Roosters side there. So, yeah, if you have him, you're going to make a little bit of cash and hopefully he comes back into the team at some point, but I imagine that might be his last game for a while. We spoke about Walker. Uh, Tupanua, so someone I've spoken about as a, as a good option, but they just didn't go 
to his side as much, or if they did, they they uh, cut him out. So only forty seven run meters, and that's very similar to someone. You know, we'll talk about uh, CHN in a little bit, but just the things that can happen with with uh, your second row sometimes. Sometimes Crichton's had games like this where he just hasn't had the you know the run meters or. Yeah, just hasn't had the, the involvement that he ha- that he does in other games where like in this game he's up at 170 metres, for example. So if you picked up Tupanor, if you're holding him, it's a bit of an annoying one, but I think you just gotta keep going until you know at least 17 and make your decision from 18 onwards. Uh, that's about it, guys. Jo- Joseph Sawali I brought in this week as a, a cash out who's gonna play in 17, and I think he was pretty solid on there, but he obviously had a, a bunch of missed tackles on for feeder, for example. So that, that kind of hurt him a little bit. Uh, and only one tackle break. With 67 metres, he can't really do too much there. So only 18 for him, but better than zero, because I would have been playing with 16 if he didn't play. Uh, that's about it. So that's our first game there. We'll move on to our bunnies and the knights there. And when it loads, we have a couple of nice scores. And obviously, Johnston with a triple is going to get the odd big score. And, you know, how many times have we seen this this year? What, three or four times? Where he's got the, the big 70 or 80 score. He's still priced at 410. So this is what happens with wingers, guys. You see that with Josh Adokar a little bit. When he goes on a bit of a rampage scoring-wise, and then he has a couple of really low weeks. Like, what did he get, four? Like, four or seven the other week? Um, yeah, just, I wouldn't be picking up those kind of guys. They're a bit better in Supercoach, for example, because, you know, that's three tries and four line breaks is 170,000 points or whatever it is. But, yeah, sorry, slight dig. Reynolds, 64 in his 80 minutes. So, a few people asked me if he was a good pickup, and I think, yeah, he was obviously averaging 52 at the time and, and a very solid one. It's just, is he going to be a really, really strong pick and one of the top three uh, halves at the end of the season, like when you got DCE, Cleary and those kind of guys, are, are you going to be wanting Reynolds in there as well? <clears throat> so have a think about that. If you're thinking about picking Reynolds up, you won't play Origin, obviously, and, and they've already had their round 13 buy, so he becomes an interesting one, but one I personally won't be picking. Saifidi with 62, Barnett with 59. Coming off the bench, still got a really strong score, and obviously three turnover tackles is, is nice, but he's not going to get that every week, and... Again, I don't think he's going to be a keeper. I think he's going to be a bunch of scores around the 40 mark and a bunch of scores are up here. So close to the 50 average like he has been all year. Uh, Clifford came in and got a 58, 665 kick meters. So when he's the main half, obviously Crossland didn't play. You know, Clifford's going to be the majority of the, get the majority of the kicks at 33 points there in base is pretty nice. So going forward, I wouldn't be thinking about him at this stage. Obviously, they don't play around 17. Um, that's about it. Brayley with 52. Yeah, a lot of people were worried about his output. Yes, he's not running the ball as much. Yes, he got a force drop out and a turnover tackle. But missed tackles were much better this week. And if he can get scores anything over 50, remember at 694, he's priced at about that score right now, that 52. So he's going to be down a little bit lower again this week. But is it worth the trade out for someone that's going to be hitting 50s on a regular basis, you know, at a minimum? He can go back to his 60s as well, or 70s, you know. He was he was doing that, and people were, like, captaining him, for example. So just keep that in mind if you if you traded him out this week. You, know, you might have traded him out for a CHN who got 38, you know what I mean? Like, so it's a week-to-week thing, and, and you've got to base it off what you think their score's going to be going forward rather than what they've done in the last few weeks. That's that's the best way to think about it. Colin Matangi with 47 went off early uh, in this game, but was scoring really well, uh, and is definitely a hold, not a buy. Uh, Walker, 46. Brody Jones, 43. For those that have, that picked him up, he's going to start making a bit of cash now. He does have a, a low average because of some low, uh, plenty of low scores on the interchange bench. But yeah, 43 for him. We'll, we'll kick that off. And he obviously did better than Suwali, but he doesn't play round 17. So that's that. Uh, Latrell had a solid game. Did what he needed to do. Suwa with a nice try off the bench after Origin as well. Kurt Mann, how long is he going to last in the centres? That's the question. 
he might have to stay there with um, Bradman Best probably going down with a syndesmosis injury, which didn't look good for him. He's had a few of them now, unfortunately. Um, and yeah, that 31 and 43, he was having a, a much stronger game than, than past. If you held him this long, you've just been sucker punched to the gonads, that's for sure, uh, with that injury, and they off to trade him out, so that's that. Uh, Tex Hoy with 29, Graham with 27, so both guys aren't going to be making too much cash, they'll be going down, which is interesting for Graham, you want him to get closer to like a 400 mark, and then if he can start having scores like he did at the back end of last year, then I think he could be a solid option. Uh, Dom Young in there with 25, again, cheap. In a night scene that's not going that well on a winger, I don't think you want him uh, as a player on your side, even though he's, he's interesting and fun to watch. Watson with 24. So this was just one of those games where nothing really happened for him. I'd prefer him in the middle just so he can you know, get a bunch more tackles as sort of his base because you know the games where they play better and he's at six, then he's going to get some attacking stats. He's running the ball and, and, and the defense isn't as good and he can get some tackle breaks and offloads and stuff. Um, and generally he's going to have more tackles but than, than he did today. But yeah, with, with Connor, we want him in the middle playing 50, to be fair. 50 minutes uh, at a general rate, and he's going to be continuing to average 50. Yes, he'll lose a bit of cash this week, but is he someone that's worth trading if he's going to get back to the middle next week? I don't think so at this point anyway. Uh, that's about it. Yeah. Last game, guys, for our Saturday. And who's excited for today's games? How many players we got left? I've got, I think, 10 players left. For, for the three games, which is pretty cool. Um, so hopefully it can improve the rank from there. Uh, Raiders and Broncos. So Papali is back with 70, which was awesome to see him in back playing and getting a try. Loves the meat pie, old, old Papali. Uh, Tomoko. So who's a... Actually, we'll just let's preface this one. So Raiders players. I had a few people asking me about Simonson. I'm sure I'll get plenty of questions about Tomoko. Yes, they scored amazingly. Are they going to play the Broncos every week and win? No. They're not, I don't think they've turned it around yet. Yes, they had a good game and they, sco- and they scored plenty of points, but this isn't going to happen regularly, okay? Just keep that in mind. So Simonson and Tomoka come out with 68 and 66 respectively, and you know Simonson looking amazing, 243 metres. Yes, he's going to score better at fullback than he is on the wing, especially in a team that's not going well. You're, going to just, you're just going to get more opportunity at a fullback position. Tomoko with 32 tackles in the centre. So it would be interesting to see if he is going to be continued to be named. Obviously, you've got Croker to come back on these types of guys, so I doubt that they're going to be a great option. But just remembering, yes, they do have... Uh, they don't have a buy coming up. They obviously had their buy in round 13, so that's something interesting to think about with Simonson. I sort of 318. If it was about 240, you could, you could entertain it, but 318, yes, he'll make some cash now, but at that time, he wasn't going to be a great option, I don't think, like pre-game. Uh, Whiten scored a try, which is good. Not an option, though, at this stage. Gula with a try. Again, too expensive. Gamble, if you're lucky enough to hold him, uh, you, you were lucky that Kelly went down injured, and, and he get a 61 from Gamble. So uh, very, very lucky if that's the case. Hodgson with 59 in 65 minutes, which was really strong and not something we expect from him normally. You know, to, make, to have 80 run meters and, and 30 tackles, just basically doing everything really well in this game. So... Good work for him. Turpin with 55 and 58 minutes, which was really strong. So a tri-saver and 47 tackles in that time was awesome. And I wouldn't be picking him up either. Any of these Broncos guys, again, you don't want to be looking at yet. Payne Haas, we'd love to see him in the 600s. Wow, that'll be fun. Uh, Matt Lodge doing his thing, you know, scoring much better than he did at the start of the year, obviously, with that injury. So, yeah, awesome if you picked him up. Pango Jr. with 45 and he's 72 minutes. So did go off a bit early, which was annoying if you own him. Uh, six offloads, no real tackle breaks this time, uh, five missed tackles. So just one of those games. It was okay, and we expect this from Pangai. He's going to have those lower sort of games there, and then he's going to have the 60-plus games for that average of about that 55 that he's at now. So keep that in mind. If you uh, if you have him, 
Cobo, if you brought him in, got 39. If you had to play him, awesome. He got more than Corey. So, yeah, Corey went off, uh, went off with the HIA and did come back right at the end of the game to finish it off. But just one of those games where he didn't run the ball. So the th- previous three, he was up at about 140 metres plus. Uh, and the first two games that he played, he was about 40 to 50 metres. So let's hope that it's just a cyclical thing and they, they decide to go one way a little bit more than, than going to him, for example, because those last three was amazing. You know, the more times he has the ball in his hands, he has more chance of getting offloads and tackle breaks. Uh, but he did still score a try, which we can take. Cause, you know, it, does, it stops him from having a really, really low game. But you're really not happy with that. Obviously, he would have he would have played the 80 minutes and maybe a score around 45 to 50, which you'd cop. But yeah, looking forward, we want we want him to be scoring about that 50 a game. So I think it will happen. Uh, obviously, not a good timing for myself and anyone else who decided to bring him in this week. But it is what it is, unfortunately. Ryan Sutton with uh, coming off the bench played 52 minutes, so a lower score from him. And let's see that price drop down. And if you know they have a bunch of injuries and you have to play big minutes again, he could be an option. Uh, other than that, we've got Flegs with uh, with 33 there uh, in his 32 minutes. So just not not enough minutes for Flegs. Obviously, the bulk of those minutes are going to Lodge, for example. Um, but yeah, for him, it's just it's not good enough, and you're going to have to trade him out in the next bunch of weeks. At 430k, you can kind of get away with that price. Like you can downgrade or, or possibly upgrade to a five 600k kind of player. But yeah. Uh, for anyone that's holding on to, to Tessie, he's got, he came in and got a, a nice try for his and, and 33. So I doubt that he'll play regularly. They just had, you know, Coates injured pre-game, all that kind of stuff. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if he's out for a couple of weeks or not. We'll, we'll work it out during the week. Uh, Farnworth with 33 at the fullback position. Just just okay. You know, not an option, I don't think, for anyone in the in their teams. If you ho- if you have him, you've got to hold, though. Um, Carmichael Hunt, good to see him back. But, yeah, didn't have a lot of impact, obviously. Yeah, seven, seven tackles, three three misses, and 47 run metres, 145 kick metres, so did what he needed to do. If you own Starling, you've got to get rid of him pronto. I think most people would have this week or last week. But yeah, he's got to go. He's not playing enough minutes, so what a fall from grace that was. They're like, yep, start him. Hodgson come off the bench. Yeah, yeah, that didn't last. So um, Rapana, if you're holding on to him, you're a little bit worried, but you've got to hold him because they have, don't have the buy in round 17. So there are three games for Saturday, guys. I hope you really enjoyed that. And, and got a lot out of it. And we'll, uh, we'll catch you in the next one, guys. Please like, subscribe. We'll go from there. Bye. Mom deserves the best. And there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and ir- 
irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.